0: another episode of Chamber Sessions, Tasmania's only politics podcast. I'm your host, Rob Inglis, and thank you for joining me. This week, I sat down with Tasmanian Greens Senator Nick McKim, who recently returned from a trip to Papua New Guinea. There, he attempted to get a better understanding of the conditions in the Manus Island Detention Centre ahead of its closure on October 31 this year. Senator McKim, who's the Greens' immigration spokesman, also wanted to get to the bottom of an incident that occurred on the island on Good Friday, which saw shots fired into the detention centre. While on Manus Island, he uh, spoke to eyewitnesses about just what uh, sparked this incident, um, and he shared some of his experiences with me. I guess first um, maybe you could um, explain just why why you went over there in the first mm-hmm. place.
1: Well look I've always thought that um, if politicians are going to um, talk about issues mm-hmm. we need to do everything we can to inform ourselves about those issues and part of that's actually going and having a look for ourselves at whatever issue uh, we're going to advocate on. So uh, part of my motivation was to get Um, first hand experience of um, conditions for the detainees on Manus Island. Mm. Uh, But I also wanted to go to try and get to the bottom of um, the discrepancies in uh, the lead up to the Good Friday attacks on the centre by um, members of the Papua New Guinean Navy where um, M16 assault rifles were fired and shotguns were fired uh, and both detainees and staff were placed in Uh, an extremely dangerous and and life-threatening situation. Um, And uh, we've had Peter Dutton out trying to link uh, that attack with um, an event where a child was allegedly led into uh, the detention centre by detainees and the Papua New Guinean Police um, have um, contradicted Mr Dutton and said that the shootings um, came about due to an escalation in tensions around the use of a soccer field. And Peter Uh, Dutton claimed that the boy was sexually abused? No, you? he didn't quite go that far. Okay. He, he, he said that there was concern about the welfare of the child. Mm. But uh, I met with... Um, Inspector David Yapu from uh, the Papua New Guinea Police Constabulary. Mm -hmm. He's the senior officer on Manus Island and he was very clear to me that there was no link at all between uh, an event where a child uh, went up to the detention centre and was given some food by detainees and then left unharmed And uh, the shootings, which uh, Inspector Yapu confirmed to me, did uh, come out of an escalation in tensions around the use of um, of a football field on um, the Lombrum Navy base, which actually surrounds the Manus Island Detention Centre. So um, that was um, confirmation of um, uh, what... Inspector Yapu had previously said publicly um, and really puts the lie to Mr Dutton's claim that um, this event with a child had anything whatsoever to do uh, with the shootings. And of Mm -hmm. course the reason um, Peter Dutton was uh, raising that event um, was as part of his ongoing campaign to demonise refugees and people seeking asylum in the minds of the Australian people. And uh, obviously the Liberals have got plenty of exposed form. Uh, lying about um, refugees and people seeking asylum. They did it uh, in the Children Overboard affair uh, and Mr Dutton's doing it again now. Mm. So can you tell me a little bit
0: about the people that you met when you were over there Mm. and what they told you?
1: Sure. Um, Detainees? Yeah, I met with um, a a large number of detainees, many dozens, Mm -hmm. uh, including some who were eyewitnesses to um, the events on the soccer field Mm -hmm. that, um, that led... To uh, the armed attacks on the centre by members of the PNG Navy, uh, including one guy who um, was actually hit in the head by a rock that was thrown by the PNG Navy, um, and you know he still had a uh, a sizeable wound on his head when uh, when I spoke to him, and I've seen the wound that he told me was caused by uh, the rock that was thrown, and all of the eyewitnesses confirmed that uh what triggered um the shootings on Good Friday was in fact a dispute over the use of a of a soccer field on mm. uh on the navy base uh, but I was also um able to um come to a, a, an understanding of conditions inside the camp um from the detainees and um you know it's Shocking and um, appalling the conditions in the in inside the camp. There are uh, regular instances of self harm and attempted suicide. There are very high rates of mental illness and depression amongst the detainees. And there's um, a feeling of um, uh, desperation and um, loss of hope in in the minds of uh, I would say the majority of detainees. I mean some of them are 22, 23 years old and they were put in that camp when they were 18 and you know they've been there for nearly four years now in in some cases and um, ultimately uh, deliberately uh, causing harm to people. Uh, in an attempt to coerce an outcome from them or from other people which is what Australia is doing uh, on both Manus Island and Nauru, um, ticks every box to fit the international law definition of torture and a question that arose in my mind while I was there is is when did it become okay for Australia to torture people um, for our country to torture people and um, the fact that this is going on in Australia's name um, with Australian government in control, uh, the Australian government paying uh, the contractors who work in the camp um, means that this is being done in Australia's name, and it's a really um, shameful period in our history. Mm. You weren't allowed into the centre. <coughs> Excuse
0: me. Sorry uh, did you did you kind of half expect that that would be the case?
1: Look, we weren't sure mm. whether we'd be allowed in when we left. We'd put in all the applications that we've been asked to put in
0: Mm
1: -hmm. by the PNG government Uh, and then actually while we were on the flight from uh, Australia to Port Moresby uh, we got an email so when we arrived in Port Moresby we downloaded the email which came from the Papua New Guinea Immigration Department Mm -hmm. saying that that I wouldn't be allowed into the camp on the basis that the investigations into the Good Friday shootings were still ongoing. Mm so, so uh, we, we certainly um, weren't uh, permitted entry on that basis. Um, interestingly, that's, a I guess, a time-limited excuse because those investigations will presumably uh, be wound up or concluded soon. Mm. Uh, and, in fact, that's what uh, Inspector Yapu told me, that he was expecting those investigations to be completed soon. Uh, so uh, given that I've got a multiple-entry visa for PNG, I do intend to go back. Um, before uh, October 31st, when we now know the Australian government says that the the camp will be closed, oh. uh, and um, and have another have another go at gaining entry to the camp, and uh, I, I hope that um, given those investigations, presumably will be complete by then, that the excuse will fall away and that I'll be permitted entry. So what were some of the stories from, from detainees that sort of really stuck with you that
0: you heard while you were
1: over there? Oh, uh, just, um, look, there's there's a range of um, really terrible problems that exist in uh, inside the camp on Manus Island. And also, um, given that the Papua New Guinea Supreme Court forced the gates to be opened last year, uh, when they ruled that it was unconstitutional for people to be indefinitely detained in PNG. Um, there are also problems uh, that exist when detainees come out into the Lorengau community. Loringau's the the closest major town to um, the camp. It's about um, half an hour by bus uh, from the camp. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, stories of... Um, of just uh, a loss of hope, um, a feeling of abandonment, uh, all of the suicide attempts and self harm that, that are going on inside the camp, uh, but also tensions between um, the local community and detainees, and you know obviously we've seen um, the the Good Friday attacks on the camp. Um, we saw the the um, riots in two thousand and fourteen. Um, that resulted in um, deaths and um, assaults on uh, detainees from the local population. And um, I should point out, though, that, um, you know, the locals uh, who live in Lorongau and on Manus Island weren't consulted by their government before this camp was put in, and many of them feel... Uh, that um, they've been ignored by their government and the Australian government in terms of um, putting this camp on Manus Island. Mm. Um, But uh, what I really want to make clear is that, and I'm I'm still in uh, contact with a number of the detainees that um, I met uh, in my trip, and I've had a lot of feedback from them since Monday, since a couple of days ago when um, the announcement was made to them that, um, that the camp will be closed by the 31st of October mm. and um, they are absolutely terrified, many of them, about what that means for their future. What, do, what does it mean well Well, um, they've basically been told that the camp will be closed to them um, by or on the 31st of October um, and they've been given really uh, a series of impossible choices by... Uh, the PNG government, but I have no doubt that this is being driven by Peter Dutton, mm. Malcolm Turnbull, and the Australian government. Um, they've been told that some of them might be able to go to the US, but that um, process is progressing very slowly. And in fact, only about uh, 70 people have finished um, the interview process out of um, the approximately 850 people in the camp. Mm. Um, So that's not going to be a solution um, in any reasonable time frame for any significant number of of people there. Uh, They've been told they can go back to the countries that they fled from. Um, And of course, many of them have fled um, arbitrary imprisonment, persecution or, or worse, Um, So that's no solution at all for a large number of people. And it's worth pointing out the majority of people have been found to be genuine refugees. That is, they do have a well-founded fear of persecution Mm -hmm. in their home countries. So obviously going back to those countries is not an option for them. They've been told they can go to places like Cambodia, which simply don't have the supports necessary um, to look after uh, vulnerable people, many of them um, because of their... Um, incarceration by Australia are suffering post-traumatic stress disorder um, uh, depression or other forms of mental illness mm. or they've been told they can take their chances in the PNG community and um, the PNG community is just not a safe place no. for for these guys and uh, if they're forced into the PNG community I'm, I've got grave fears that um, people will be Um, hurt or um, even possibly killed as a result of that and uh, if that happens the blood really is on Mr Dutton and Mr Turnbull's hands. Is that tension between the local community and the detainees
0: something that people aren't necessarily aware of in Australia? (coughs) Um,
1: I think some people are aware of it but Mm -hmm. I think the majority of Australians aren't.
0: And is the government trying to sort of Uh,
1: downplay it, do you think? Yeah, I think so. I mean, look, um, it's hard to get a handle on um, where Peter Dutton thinks he's going with this. Um, He has um, consistently shown, as did Scott Morrison before him, an abject failure to understand the human cost of what they have done uh, to people who are absolutely... Uh, innocent of any crime, and who who reached out a hand to Australia for help and um, have been treated absolutely shamefully by our country. Um, what, what I would say about Peter Dutton is that uh, he, uh, for his own political purposes, uh, deliberately sets out to demonise people seeking asylum in the minds of the Australian people. Uh, he does that through um, lies about... Um, what caused the Good Friday attacks, for example. And, uh, as I said, that's a continuation of um, a long-standing tradition, if you like, in the Liberal Party about lying, uh, about refugees and people seeking asylum. So um, what what I can confidently say is Peter Dutton is making it up as he goes along. Uh, He doesn't have a plan here that... um, that would demonstrate that he has any understanding of the human misery that is caused or any understanding of the vulnerability of the people who've been detained, in some cases for nearly four years, on Manus Island. And um, ultimately, uh, he's running on political ideology um, and uh, failing to demonstrate that he has even a basic understanding of human compassion.
0: So you're the immigration spokesperson for the Greens. Mm, yeah. Does does that sort of doesn't that mean that you can't necessarily speak up for for te- the Tasmanian people that you're representing in in some respects? No,
1: I no, I don't think so. I mean, um, I've um, I've got other portfolios as well for the Greens. I'm, I deal with all the Attorney General and Justice matters, and also small business. And all of us um, have portfolios, but um, I've been working really hard on advocating um, for Tasmania on a range of issues, and um, I, I have no doubt that, you know, like most other politicians, I'm quite capable of walking and chewing gum at the same time.
0: Thanks very much, Nick.
1: No worries, Rob. Thanks a lot.